Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. The great uh, professor, one of the greatest uh, constitutional experts, of course, out there. His great new book is called Get Trump, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, um, you know, I got to ask you, uh, this is Rita Cosby. This is amazing yeah. today. We're now hearing from the U.S. attorney in right. Delaware who wrote this letter to Lindsey Graham and others on Capitol Hill saying, I can't talk about these recordings that we were just talking about with Rudy potential conversations with Burisma executives and the allegation is with the president. The allegations also with Hunter because it's quote an ongoing investigation. And now we know it's been ongoing for years upon years. Uh, what do you make of that? Doesn't he have an obligation to have to hand it over? I think he does. And look, let me get to the big picture going after Rudy Giuliani for filing a lawsuit endangers the rights of every American under the constitution. We want people like Rudy Giuliani to bring creative lawsuits instead of going on the street, committing violence and doing what happened by Black Lives Matters and others. We want to encourage creative lawsuits. If you don't like the lawsuit, all right, maybe he'll win, maybe he'll lose. But the idea of going after the bar certificates of a lawyer for filing a creative lawsuit and then blocking access to information that would allow him to show that the lawsuit was legitimate. Let me give you an experience from my own life. I defended the president of Ukraine, a man named Kuchma, back 20 years ago. And I was at a meeting in Ukraine. I was about to participate in the argument on a Monday. Sunday morning, we were planning to have our uh, uh, meeting, and the main lawyer doesn't show up, and we find him dead in his hotel room from a KGB-induced heart attack. They immediately put me into a car. I didn't know what they were doing. They drove me to the airport. We had no reservations. We didn't know what plane was leaving. They just wanted me out of Ukraine and out of the reach of the KGB. And they flew me to Frankfurt uh, on a plane with no reservation. And believe me, I never went back. Uh, I did the rest of the work I did wow. uh, by, by, by writing. So, you know, th- there are histories of this kind of thing. But the most important lesson we have to learn is do, once you start attacking lawyers for making creative lawsuits, and they're going after me too, the same group, the 65 Project, filed a bar complaint against me in Massachusetts just because I defended Donald Trump. Now, you know, they always come up with, well, I also filed a lawsuit in which I question voting machines um, because they won't produce the algorithms. Uh, that's the right thing to do. But they're going after every lawyer who ever defended Trump, who ever was on Trump's side. And this is bigger than Trump. It's bigger than Giuliani. It's bigger than Dershowitz. This involves the Sixth Amendment to the United States Constitution. It is. It is un-American. It's un-American, Professor Dershowitz. Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. Isn't this 
reminiscent of the blacklist coming out of Hollywood and the UAC committees. Exactly. It's intimidation, well, but this time it's intimidation by the far left, and they're using the organized bar and the, and the prosecutors to suppress legal representation for unfavorable opinions. By the way, they used the, the, the right used the organized bar back right. during the McCarthy period. They used the organized bar to go after lawyers who were civil liberties lawyers who were not communists, but who defended communists. I was in college at the time, and I was president of the student body at Brooklyn College, which was called the Little Red Schoolhouse. And <laughs> a lot of there were a lot of communists on the faculty, and I was defending their right not to be fired. And 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 and. I see the same thing happening now, except it's happening from the left, and it's much more dangerous because the New York Times supports it, CNN supports it, uh, the other media supports it, and and many academics support it. So it's very hard to get support from academia and from the bar today for Rudy Giuliani, for me, for any others who are being attacked and being uh, criticized and, and our bar certificates being threatened because they uh, represented Donald Trump. Yeah, I use and, the I use the phrase, Professor Dershowitz. I was saying before. I think it's un-American. I, I think it's it is a right to have people have defense. You see all these other attorneys who are working with Trump, and they're basically being shunned by their law firms. Look, it's they ridiculous. Would, they, would have been, they would have gone after John Adams uh, if they were back in the day, because he defended the the, the British uh, who were accused, and that's one of the great. Events of American history when John Adams, the man who would become president, defended America's worst enemies because everybody's entitled to a defense. Absolutely. And Donald Trump is entitled to a defense. And the people that, you know, who 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 they've come after uh, are entitled to a defense. And when you go after lawyers, that's the first thing. You know, Shakespeare said, first, let's kill the lawyers. And that's what happened in China. That's what happened in the Soviet Union. They went after the lawyers first. When I represented dissidents in the Soviet Union and I would try to hire a Russian lawyer, a Soviet lawyer to help me, the first thing they would get would be a deportation notice that they were being thrown out of the country. Wow. That wow. led a number of the law- Wait a minute, but that led a number of the lawyers to volunteer to join me because they wanted to get exit visas. They wanted to get exit <laughs> There was a plus. And then they got deported. And so, but I couldn't put together a legal team when I was defending not John Sharansky, when I was defending others. Do we really want to become like the former Soviet Union, like Iran, like China, or do we want to maintain the John Adams standard that everybody's entitled to a defense? So whether you like Rudy Giuliani whether you like we Donald love Rudy, Trump. we love Rudy, and we Amen. love you, I'm Professor saying, Dershowitz. I'm talking to people who don't like him and don't like me. Don't think about it as Alan Dershowitz, Rudy Giuliani, or Donald Trump. Think about it as the he's 100 percent right. Constitution. And the thing about this guy Dershowitz, he was like this uh, from the day I met him, and we were on the yeah. other side, and I respected him. Uh, yeah. He would well, get. He would get. A, a, he'd you be, were always a Yankee fan. No, that was that's my that, problem. Well, he, he <laughs> was perfect. You're not perfect up either. In Brooklyn and being a Yankee fan. Look, yeah, I know. How about, how about you? Joe DiMaggio. I understand with Yogi Berra. <laughs> you know, I'm calling from Italy right now. I'm in Italy. I'm right now uh, approaching uh, Capri. Capri oh, I hope my people are being nice friend. to you. Yeah. Oh, I bet they're being nice to you no than nice people of Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Judge Richard Weinberg's got a question for you, Alan, Alan Dershowitz. There's another thing that's, that's troubling me. And it f- follows up on what we were just talking about, the attack on an independent bar and the right to six-month counsel, which is the attack 
on Justice Clarence Thomas and other disgusting conservative judges, which is also an attack on the institution of the integrity of the Supreme Court of the United States. Would you comment on that, please? There's no question about that. Look, I was a law clerk on the Supreme Court when Justice Douglas, who was, you know, uh, uh, the hero of the left, he would constantly go on uh, uh, trips uh, paid for by uh, other people. But nobody ever went after him. The Supreme Court needs to have rules. You can't go after people just ad hoc. There are no rules today. The Supreme Court isn't governed by ethics standards. You need ethics standards. You need an absolute rule that says if you get more than $10,000 worth of travel or $5,000, make a number. And then people will comply with it. But don't have a rule that says, well, too much is too much, but we're not sure how much is too much. That's what they're doing. And they're using, look, I'm not a big fan of of Clarence Thomas's writings on the Supreme Court. I'm mostly opposed to most of his writings, although his recent decisions, I tended to agree with some of them. But you don't selectively go after people uh, and and figure out ways of going after them if you don't like their their judicial uh, politics or their judicial ideology. That's, I mean, we're living in a country today with no nuance, with no calibration. You have to pick sides, Yankees or Red Sox. As I said before, I'm a I'm a fervent Red Sox fan, but when Jeter got up to bat, I would stand up and cheer. When Revere, when Mariana Rivera came up to pitch, I would stand up and cheer. You understand that there are two sides, and 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 people can disagree, but still have conversation and still encourage lawyers to file lawsuits. You know, lawsuits. Think of what's happening in Paris today. There are no lawsuits. They're desecrating the Holocaust Museum in Paris. Now, in Israel, they're having demonstrations. They're peaceful, at least. But isn't it better to have a lawsuit than to have uh, what happened with Black Lives Matter uh, on the West Coast? Of course, Why yeah. are we discouraging lawyers from cre- creative lawsuits? If you're going to lose, you lose. Fine. But don't go after lawyers' bar certificates because you don't like their lawsuits. I agree. It is outrageous. Well, Professor Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much for joining us. We always love your great insight. And again, that book is called Get Trump. Uh, and boy, are they trying to in every different direction. Wow. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.